world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. So 31, we are back in studio. We have the Scott. Yay, yay. We got Frank Knox. We too, crump. We got your sucker scared. Yay. And your host, the P to the double E-Z. And we have a big, big show in store for you today. We have Pro Wrestling Academy, PWA co-owners, Joseph Von Schmidt, who you remember from episode seven, and Kara Calling in at 6.15 to talk about their huge announcement made yesterday. I can't wait to share with everybody. Frank Knox back with sports with XFL kicking off this week, and I'm sure it's got a lot to say. You got the Scott in the building for another edition of No Selling with the Scott as he covers what's lit and what's the shits from pro wrestling in the past week. Blood talk, of course, should be interesting. We have The Bachelor happening this week, of course, being Frank's favorite show. And we're going to take a stab at this broomstick gimmick everyone's talking about online. I got a challenge to issue and more. That's going to be great. Phone lines are open. 860-384-7110. If you want to call in and join the conversation, we are also live on Facebook. Join in. We want to hear you guys call in and participate in the show. We've made it past 30 episodes, and here we are now. 31, guys. 31. I mean, (laughs) every week I say, I can't believe we made it this far. I know it's been a, it's been a run. It's been a run. It's been a great one too. It's been a hell of a run, a hell of a run. And to celebrate episode thirty-one, we pulled up. I got the screwball, so you know it's gonna be a hell of a show. I'm prepared for the best. I got the spring water. I got the I got the bucks. I got the bucks, baby. I got my uh, 
My uh, what the hell did I get? A smoked butterscotch, bro. Oh, that's my new favorite. <laughs> Holy Once they shit, took bro. the uh, chestnut praline off the menu, I went to the smoked butterscotch. I know that's your shit. Yes, sir. I know that's your shit. You love the chestnut praline. It was the holiday drink. But now that we're past that point, this butterscotch, smoked butterscotch, bro, and you know anything smoked, I like. Imagine this in that thing. Woo! Oh, boy. Wee! That might be fire. I think PZ's thinking about it. Bro. All right. Let me, got a, let me get a splash in here. PZ looked at the cup, looked at the bottle. Let me get, let me get a little Irish coffee right over the board, which is probably the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little more than that. What is this? Amateur hour? God damn it. Pull yes, me up. That's Pouring good. right over the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the worst fucking idea. It's pouring <laughs> over the soundboard. <laughs> Man, that the- could have been the most expensive Starbucks coffee of all time. <laughs> I know. Show would have been over. That's it. It would have been done. So we got a big show before we get started. My favorite in your segment of the night. It's the strain of the week, which we're going to get into after. I like the blunt. I got special strain in here tonight. What you special got? strain. Well, we're going to talk about it. But first, I ask you both. Are you ready? I'm too crunk. Let's <laughs> got go, these suckers scared. Go. Yeah. I'm too crunk. What? <laughs> I got these suckers scared. What? <laughs> yeah. Jam of the week. <laughs> so I ask you again. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready, Paisy. <laughs> For the three of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds listening at home on rtfsportsnetwork.com, to be blunt podcast, you already know. And uh, of course, if you're listening on the Facebook or streaming live, this one's for you too. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell him, Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you, baby. Smoke it. <laughs> That's right. To be blood podcast. The King Palm is loaded. And I can't wait. I got special straight here. We're about to break it down. That's right. Oh, we're getting love online already. Lifestyle Tosha, what's up, man? What's up? Thank you for tuning in. We got the blunt lit. You already know it's about to go down. You guys want to join in the conversation? Call in. The number's on the screen. It's about to go down. And right here, in this very blunt, I have our strain of the week. And since we powing up, what better way than to have a strain with a power of name? Like how I did that? The strain with a poem name. <laughs> it is Mimosa. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mimosa is a cross of clementine and purple punch. This strain has garnered praise for its outstanding fruit punch, citrus rind, aroma, and pleasurable mid-level buzz. I don't think it's mid-level. I smoked some of this last night. That shit's nothing mid about this, bro. We don't do mids in this studio. All right? This is high-level buzz right here. Like the beverage, there's no bad time to enjoy some mimosa because it's a hybrid, baby. Night or day, it don't matter. It's a good time to smoke it. And if you enjoy it too much, the trajectory of your day will need adjusting because after you smoke this, anything can happen. <laughs> Sounds just like, you know, when you drink a mimosa for breakfast. Right. Exactly. You pour up. Or you want one of those mimosas. Anything can Sounds like that blunt would go good with a brunch. Oh, maybe it is. It's a brunch blunt. <laughs> a brunch blunt. The brunch go. blunt, bro. Or brunt. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh the brunt. The brunt. I or, like or, that. A brunt or a blunch. I guys, like that. You guys want to smoke a couple brunts? 
Here you go, Frank. Try that. Tell me what you think, bro. Take a hit off that shit. You know, before we go any further, <coughs> Frank, let's talk about <coughs> who <coughs> I think it's hitting me now, bro. Let's get into the Scott. And here with the beer of the week is. <laughs> All right. So beer of the week this week. When I told you last week, remember when I had the king Julius? So when I went to pick up that, I also picked up this one because this one's as rare as that one. And it's called Juice Machine. It's a double IPA. It's a straight up juice bomb. It's got juicy flavors of mango, papaya, uh, cantaloupe, passion fruit, and creamy orange sorbet. Wow. And uh, yeah. creamy orange sorbet. Tell me if you taste it. Bro, that sounds banging. What is that called again? Juice machine. Juice machine. Juice. Dude, it's a, it's a banger, yo. Straight it's a, up, it's a juicy, Scott's juicy son of a bitch. Scott, I'm, like, I'm liking that can. Let me try this juice machine. Is there a pineapple in it? As depicted. Uh, it wasn't one of the ones I read there. It's depicted. But the, it, there is a pineapple in the picture. Yeah, so that's the, why the picture of the can does have a, it's a robot. And then in the robot's like helmet or head or whatever is just a shitload of fruit. Oh, man. It's a fruit ninja. That's pretty good, bro. Frank, try that shit. That's super good. That's like better than anything we had at that brewery we went to this weekend. Like, caca. The juice, the juice caca. bomb IPA is, the, of course, it's Treehouse, by the way, if I didn't say Treehouse, but that kind of goes without saying. But, Ooh, man, this is a brunch beer with a brunt. <laughs> we got a, a brunch beer with a brunt. Yeah, this, is a, this is definitely a brunch beer. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Bro, first things first. That beer is fire. Oh, what is dude. that? Is that Treehouse? Oh, it's Treehouse. My God. Dude. Uh, that is fantastic. It's at least a 4.75 every time I read it and I'm tapped. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm, dude. I'm, I'm giving this thing a 5.0. Yeah, I don't normally drink like uh, like fruity beers, but I like that. But it's smooth. It's like orange juice. Like it's just like the blood, bro. Just like the weed. Smooth. The mimosa is real smooth, Frank. This weed complements this beer. And this beer complements this weed. Hey, you know what? Everything here is so smooth. I can't wait for some smooth jazz music later, maybe, in a transition. Smooth jazz, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yo? Nah, bro. Jazz. I don't know if you heard, but we do grunt. We got you suckers, scared, yeah. Yo, so that's been me and Frank's new jam, bro. We got this song that came is, out. This brand new Little John? I haven't heard Little John in forever, bro. Yeah, Little you know? John, Juicy John. I haven't heard Little John in forever. But let me tell you, this jam. Hey, 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 hey. That's just, it sounds like classic Little John. I love yeah, it. Fire. Damn, yo. Ever since PZ, Bia Bia. PZ showed it to me, and I played it like 67 <laughs> times on repeat. I was like, oh, I'm just going to hit the repeat button. Dude, it's 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 fire. And it's I, fire. I, I think I think there's a karaoke night in the horizon with this one. Oh, dude, I don't think I'll have that out of that karaoke. Yeah, no karaoke DJ is going to have that. I did do a little karaoke last week. I know it's just fire. I did I did a little Nelly. Oh, yeah. Karaoke. Yeah, I did the Grills Jam. Nice with the wife, y'all. She was Paul Wall, featuring Paul Wall. <laughs> she was Paul Wall, bro. She was fire. <laughs> she I think did, I did that shit like twice last did week. She keep doing the smile for me, daddy. That's right. <laughs> what you looking at? You want to see my what? <laughs> That's right. Rob the Jewish stone. Tell him make me a grill. <laughs> Yo, that shit's fire. That shit's fire. Shout out to the Paul Wall puppet, Paul Wall. If you listen, call in eight six zero three eight four seven one one zero. You know. You know, if you want to call in and be part of the pull-up team, because we're pulling up right here. <coughs> what we going to do, though, <coughs> because Scott talked about this jam. 
<coughs> earlier today. What we're going to do is we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have the PWA co-owners, Joseph Von Schmidt, Kara, on the line. And we're going to talk to them about the big announcement made yesterday, right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. PWA Pro Wrestling Academy co-owners Kara and Joseph Von Schmidt. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Sal. I, I like that you put me first, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, ladies first, ladies first. You call me by my government name, though. <laughs> oh, no. Blowing my spot up no, first thing. Shoot name. <laughs> the shoot name, this guy. So what's up, guys? No. Yesterday, yesterday was uh, an epic day, some might say. Uh, we had... A big announcement come from the offices of Pro Wrestling Academy. So I'm going to let you guys take the floor real quick and give a quick rundown on what the announcement was for anybody listening who may not know. 
Well, basically, we um, made an announcement just letting everybody know that we've taken a little over a two and a half um, year hiatus. Um, but we are 2020 is going to be the year that we start running shows again in Connecticut. We um, have at least one plan for um, early to um, mid fall. And that with um, Von Schmidt now living down in Georgia, he's going to be starting up the Friday night fights down in Georgia. Yeah, so basically we got the uh, two avenues. We got the Friday Night Flight in uh, Georgia as well as the uh, bigger shows in Connecticut. That's the plan as of right now. And the big info drop that uh, exploded the interweb yesterday. It really did. I mean, you guys already had almost 700 views last I checked, and that was early today. I can't imagine what you're at now. I, I think I think last time we looked it was like thirteen hundred, but yeah, that's pretty good. Wow, one point two billion, baby! <laughs> <laughs> it's gone viral. It's gone viral. I mean, I mean, PWA's <laughs> back, man. Where you started? Where you laced your first wrestling? That's career? right. For anyone listening, who doesn't know. I mean, I started my wrestling career training under the learning tree of Joseph von Schmidt at PWA when they moved to Cheshire. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. So I mean, yeah. I can't believe now, all oh, like it's been a couple of years, and now you guys are making a return, and you're going to be running shows in two different states now with uh, with Von Schmidt in Georgia and you care in Connecticut. Um, how is how often are you planning on running Connecticut shows? I know we're talking about Friday night fights happening again in Georgia, but what are your plans for uh, the Connecticut shows? How often do you plan on running PWA shows throughout the year? As of right now, we're planning the one for this year. Um, and then we're going to kind of take it from there. Um, like I said, it, it should be um, mid to mid to probably like around mid fall. We'll do it. Um, don't have an exact date yet. But as of right now, it's just the one show that we're planning. And then we're going to kind of take it from there and kind of see um, how it goes. Um, it's definitely not going to be our last show, but I don't know how many shows after that or when the next one will be after that at this point. So the main thing is basically, you know, there's a lot of explosion in wrestling. You know, you got Texas Drank, you got the ACW, you do NW, you got all the promotions running. And we're really not looking to uh, compete. We just want to do what we love and, and, and finish the project with people that we worked with and started with and, and just and bring wrestling the way we always have seen wrestling to be is bringing the next generation, the new guys, getting them ready, getting them acclimated to move on to the next step in their career. And that's really what we want to do. Especially that's what we always try to do with Friday Night Fight. But we also did the bigger shows that, uh, you know, you would see Stevie uh, Richards at, Abyss, Sabu. You know, we even had Bald Mahoney on our earlier shows. Uh, R.I.P. Rip. Um, Bald, we just missed you, man. And it just those are the type of things that we want to do. We want to we want to meld the up and coming talent that doesn't really have a name yet, and we just want to get them seen, and we want to help elevate and boost them into into the limelight. That's always been our mission. Now, with you in in Georgia, you are training currently, I believe, with AR Fox, correct? I'm actually right in front of his uh, his pool right now is for training tonight. We're going to be doing some stuff, and uh, so I just kind of stepped outside to take this interview. Yeah, I'm working with uh, WWA4, and I'm also working with Stranglehold in Fort Valley. Wink, wink, um, about some Friday Night Fight spoilers right there. Yep. 
I was actually going to ask you if that was going to be your location with uh, <laughs> A.R. Fox, if he was going to be doing uh, Friday Night Fights at his location. That's not anything that's been discussed yet, but me and Fox are discussing things about Friday Night Fights. You know, talent-wise is already on the table, but location-wise hasn't been. So, but... Um, like I said, Stranglehold in Fort Valley, Georgia. Wink, wink is uh, probably where we're going to start. I, I do have to say, my first time being at Fox School, it does have more of a PWA feel to it than I thought it would. Yeah, for sure. He's got he's got a great bunch of guys down here, and it's it's always a pleasure to work with them and, and their up and coming uh, talent. I mean, it sounds like a great place to be. Uh, speaking of schools, though. Uh, you're also planning on opening uh, a training facility down there in Georgia, correct? Yeah, that'll be, uh, as of right now, I'm already working with Fox. I do some training when I come down here with him, and I also did the seminar and training for uh, Stranglehold. So I'm kind of just working with both of them right now, trying to help out their guys and uh, until I actually find a location for myself and, and, uh, and start a school. So the plan is to branch off and open your own school from there. So you're planning on taking PWA back full time, correct? This isn't like just a part time gimmick. It's not. It's in the, in the long term, that's what it would be my ultimate goal. But as of right now, it's almost kind of like uh, almost how Beyond kind of uh, approach things of like having Friday night fights, possibly at WWA for possibly at turning a hole, possibly. So it would be a liquid, uh, movable uh, promotion. And that might be the best way to really hit it what it is now. Because one thing that PWA has always been is we've always conformed and we've always, like, went against the grain and we've always molted and changed. And whenever the mold was made, we broke it. And, uh, you know, times are always changing. You always have to be, um, you always have to understand that your finger has to be on the pulse of what you're doing. Because if you're set in your ways and, and society switches one way, you could just, you're completely gone. So that's what we've always been. We've always tried to stay in tune of what, how society is, is in wrestling. True. True. Very true. I mean, you have uh, a long you know, story career of your own. So, and I've, you know, personally trained under you. So I think that seeing you back in that role is, is, I mean, part of my friends were fucking awesome. What made you decide to come back to not only run, uh, or when I say run, but maybe revive PWA, but also consider getting back into training full time. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one for right now. What, what, I mean, us consider getting PWA back up and going was kind of me. Um, okay. I, I, appro- I approached this, I approached it to Pete just as in, I missed it. And um, did he want it? Did he want to? I mean, we're still both owners, but did he want to, you know, actively, you know, get stuff up and going again? Because I don't, I feel that um, with it both being us, that I wouldn't have done it if he said no. And we, we are both on the same page, even though we're going to both be in different states, even though the Connecticut stuff will, will rely highly on me, I wouldn't have done it without his support. Um, and he was he was behind it too, and I just missed it. And I, I see what's going on in Connecticut. I, I know there's some good stuff going on, but I know that PWA is missed because we're different. 
Very true. So, uh, um, and, and, you know, I just, that, that's kind of where it stemmed from. And then it just kind of stemmed from a few months of talking, getting ideas together. And then finally it was just like, Hey, we're going to be in the same um, state at the same time. You know, we, you know, if we're really going to do this, let's get a plan together and let's, let's announce it. Yeah, that, and that definitely was a, it's just a huge part of it. But the, the other part of that question is, it's just like, you know, I've already, I've, this year I've had my uh, first, what is it, my third generation or third decade of wrestling. And it's like, I've been doing this for, you know, 30 plus years, like combined collegiate. And I was like, it's just in my blood. It's always a thing that is always going to be there. And um, it's just really, it's just really something that has always been fun to me. It's always been something that I enjoyed. And, and one thing that is a great piece of advice that I have is like, you know, do the things you love and, and uh, you know, money and stuff will come to you. And that's really what wrestling is for me. It's just something I really, truly love and enjoy. And I love being able to help the next generation move to where they need to move and help guide them because that's one thing that in the beginning of my career I didn't have and that's what I want to make sure that I, I help the next generation have is the shortest way to success. Yeah, and just on one more question for Kara too. Kara, now yeah. you were like, you were such an influential person in Connecticut being a female who was running uh, the promotion and the school PWA at the time when... Uh, Joseph von Schmidt decided to go to Georgia at that point. Um, and Thank you. yes, no, absolutely. You, you deserve, you deserve it. I mean, you did you, the work you did, you know, picking up the, the ball that was given to you and running with it was, was awesome to see. I was such a big supporter of yours, but now Connecticut uh, is back. Connecticut is overrun right now with nothing, but uh, I don't think there's any female promoters in the, in the state, let alone, you know, in the area that I know of, are you ready to get back into that cutthroat game of pro wrestling, especially independent pro wrestling in Connecticut and bring PWA like to levels above what's already here? I mean, you have some big names, especially with uh, Scott, help me out. Lombardi. Lombardi's one. And NEW, uh, thank you. NEW. I mean, that's the, the, yeah. the biggest right. in the state. Like, do you feel, are you ready to take PWA to that level? Um. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think anything has changed. Just because we haven't been running doesn't mean I've been out of it. I've been paying attention. I'm on top of what's going on. Um, I I know it. I I just feel like I've only gotten better. I just haven't had a chance to do it in the past two and a half years. Um, I I I don't even think there's any female promoters I can name that I've heard of. Um, it's it's definitely a challenge. I I want to say because I feel like I you still don't get the respect you would as being a man doing it but that doesn't even bother me um like he said like how wrestling i guess for you guys is in your blood this is kind of in my blood now too um and it doesn't intimidate me and um i'm looking forward to it i don't want to be mike lombardi i don't want to be new. i want to be pwa i want to be the, the product that we put out i think the biggest difference between us and a promotion like new is that we're focused on creating stars He's focusing on exploiting them. That's that's yeah, really that's, that's true. The difference. That's See, right. now that he writes. Oh, yeah, that's very he's true. That's, no problem writing a check. No, yeah. definitely not. But he doesn't. Not very often. Are you is he building 
like the homegrowns, he's just, you know, bringing in the top names from elsewhere. Whereas PWA, like, like, like Mr. Von Schmidt is saying, has done nothing but try to build from the inside up, especially in like the three years I spent there. I can't remember a time where, you know, it wasn't our guys on the cards, you know, and we ran, they ran shows every Friday. Every single there, Friday, we would go to the shows. Times, you, know? you know, I made it onto a couple of them. I seen, I seen the referee Ryan Frost deliver a leg drop and take you out. Man. You know, when that's only, right. Only matches. Speaking only. of which, care if you tell you what, if there's anything I know about respect. It's me. I never get any respect either. <laughs> well, listen, guys, I'm gonna let you guys go. Do you have is there anything you want to say to any to like everyone listening about what to expect from PWA before I let you go? Expect the unexpected because that's what we've always been, man. Like, that is, is what you can look forward to seeing is, like, you're never going to put your thumb on what we're doing. But other than building uh, up-and-coming talent to being the next generation, that's, that's it. Straightforward. Excellent. That's awesome. All right. Well, I thank you. To see it. Yeah, me I neither. Me neither. I hope I'm I, excited. I hope you guys call me when it's time for the fall show. <laughs> <laughs> My number you, you hasn't that, changed. You know, you know that you're always part of us, so you, you'll definitely be there 100%. And um, just, I, I just keep, keep your eyes out because we'll be putting updates out throughout the next few weeks, next few months um, with what's going to be happening, what's going on. And um, it, it's just really exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, like I kind of hit on yesterday, you know, we, we're part of the history of Connecticut Independent Bill Wrestling, but now we're going to be the present and the future also, too. So Yeah, and, and just one other thing, too, is like since we did, uh, all joking aside and everything, since we did our announcement uh, yesterday, it just was really uh, heartfelt, overwhelming, the people that actually yeah. reached out to us and like, it's from big name guys all the way down. And it's just like, you know, what they're saying and what they're seeing is really kind of opened our eyes more to how we did affect the, uh, the new England, uh, independence game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you guys left the stamp, you know, without, without a doubt. And I think it, it was missed while it was gone. And I can't wait to see it come back. For yeah. sure. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us and the listeners. We wish you the best of luck here from the 2B Blood Podcast. And uh, I'll be talking to you guys soon. When we come back, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get into some weekly news. News. And I mean, that's a big, big announcement. We're probably going to got to talk about that a little bit right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the hippie. Dicky Moon, man, it's time to sit back, relax, and chill. You're tuned into the 2B Blunt Podcast with Frank Knox and Peasy. Peace! To be Blunt Podcast, we are back. I mean, what a huge announcement coming here to the independent Connecticut pro wrestling scene dude it's huge man i've been to a couple of those pwa shows back in the day dude and they are they are fun as hell totally worth the price of admission which isn't a lot by the way and uh i'm excited to see the return i can't wait me neither man i'm pumped i'll be there first show for sure and the follow updates i assume the best option is what their facebook yeah i mean obviously you can check them on facebook pro wrestling academy ct uh 
they're all over PWACT, you know, IG and whatnot. So definitely check them out. They actually have a website also, pretty sure ProWrestlingAcademy.com. Uh, don't miss out. It's going to be a big thing. It's going to nice. be a big thing. Cover. The birth of Slade Dangerfield is back, baby. That's right. He's going to get up. Next episode, PZ's get up doing his Batista dance. Slade Dangerfield <laughs> is back. He's doing it right now. Right. <laughs> what do you guys say we get into a little weekly news, huh? We got into a little headlines with me and Frank Knox right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. I'm here too. <laughs> From the 2B Blood Newsroom, bringing you the best in headlines and sports. It's PZ and Frank Knox right here. 2B Blood. And right here, our first story is going to go out to all the stoners. (laughs) That's right. You won't believe this headline coming to us right here. McDonald's testing out new device to keep ice cream machine from breaking down. Finally, our prayers have been answered. It's a phone time. It's yeah. happen. This is monumental. This is huge news, <laughs> no baby. Way. That's right. Oh, yeah, it's happening. McDonald's ice cream machines, notorious for breaking down just when you need them, are reportedly getting a retrofit to help keep everything running. A few McDonald's franchises are teaming up with software company Kitsch to test the technology that can detect and correct minor malfunctions. Within the machine, as well provide employees with detailed info regarding the machine's issues. The device will attach to the current machines and ensure the automated cleaning cycle is scheduled properly, too. So it's a machine to a machine? It's a machine to keep the machine alive? That's right. <laughs> Why won't they just get one machine that works like Dairy Queen or Mrs. Softy does, you know? Hey, listen, you know... Uh, this thing's always dawning, but, you it know, is. America's fucking, the society we live in, God forbid America should have to walk 50 feet to the Dairy Queen next door for a cone, you know? And honestly, I hate when the ice cream machine's broken. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to dip my fries in? Right? I don't dip my fries in. I mean, I do once in a while, but. What? I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I, I can live without that. I'm, I'm with you on that one, Knox. Dipping the fries. I, I, I can know. live without it. I guess. But you know what it comes down to is when you get there and they fucking tell you the ice cream machine's broken. All I can tell you is ice cream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. <laughs> and now we scream even more when there's no ice cream. Oh. <laughs> I've gone to McDonald's for an Oreo McFlurry too many times and been denied due to that machine. Well, our next headline comes to us from Colorado, where university offers a degree in cannabis. This is our chance, Frank. We could be going places right here. Colorado State University Pueblo. Wow. Wow. Is now able to offer a rigorous degree in cannabis, bro. The university received approval for the program on Friday, Cannabis Biology and Chemistry. I mean, where do I sign up? It'll be available to undergraduates wishing to study the science needed to succeed in the cannabis industry. Wow. Dude, that is huge news. Huge fucking wow. So now they're creating scientists to grow weed. So you know that shit's going to jump up in potency. <laughs> that's right. That's what I mean. You know, like our parents were smoking swag. <laughs> then we smoked, you know, beasters, high grade. Now it's going to be the that's right. super grade. The super, the super grades. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, talk about higher learning. We're getting it right here on a 2B Blood podcast. <laughs> Oh, man. And, you know, can you imagine just being the teachers like, uh, 
so where's your homework? And he'd be like, uh, my roommate smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I feel like it's going to be like, you know? And you could either take the course, pass, or fail, or just dude it. <laughs> <laughs> They probably oh my sneak, god! So I, bet, I bet you they get to sneak weed and shit too. They're probably growing it. They get to smoke it, dude. I would imagine. Of course you can. I mean, at least CBD or something. Well, you it's know? Colorado. It's legal. It's That's free right. Rain. Let me hold on. Let me call them right now. Hello, Colorado State University, Pueblo. <laughs> can I major in cannabis with a minor in magic mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> And our next headline comes to us from Detroit. That's right. Nine, eight mile. Eminem. I almost said nine mile, bro. He showed up unexpectedly this Sunday. I know. That's right. He did. But I can't believe I almost said nine, <laughs> fucking nine mile, bro. What kind of fucking retard am I? Yo? You really said nine mile. I really just said nine mile, yo. It's almost really disappointing. Well, breaking I, news. Nine mile is now coming out. That's why Eminem was at the Oscars this weekend. <laughs> you might have to do an Eminem parody and make it nine mile. I'm just saying. <laughs> we might have to be honest on it, Scott. Headline reads, Sheriff Stop Fake Cop Card It's Tracks. Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard noticed something unusual Thursday. What he thought was a police car that turned out to be a copycat. A copycat. Got, I, I, I hate copycats. He got, he got fucking catfished, bro. He got catfished. Bouchard said he originally thought the car was a Bloomfield Township police SUV. But then he noticed some irregularities irregularities, and immediately became suspicious. The front windows were so tinted, he said. I couldn't see who was driving it. And I've never seen that on a marked car. So suspicions were raised. Yeah. Who, who tints their front fucking window first off? Yeah, but he would notice the tent. Why the fuck does he have to walk all the way to the window to notice the tent? I notice the tent <laughs> as I drive by it. That's true. <laughs> and the driver's door also had a sported a decal saying emergency response, which was kind of odd because it didn't say police or anything. <laughs> Just emergency response. So he pulls the guy over. Initial response was, from the driver, who are you? And Bouchard replied, I'm the sheriff. Who the fuck are you? That's right. <laughs> Should have said he was the deputy. I'm the sheriff. <laughs> and our next, our next headline. Big news, big news. You know, coronavirus taking over the world. We got whole ass cruise ships quarantined at sea. Yeah, I heard about that. They've been dumping them off too. Well, Someone's coming to save the day. You said someone's coming? <laughs> That's right. Someone's coming because free porn offered to quarantine coronavirus cruise ship passengers. That's right. I'm not lying. You didn't hear that wrong. That's legit what it is. The Miami-based porn site that tried to offer complimentary webcams to Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers last month is attempting to ease boredom for passengers stuck aboard the Princess Cruise and there are two quarantined vessels with free webcam sessions. That's right. Free webcam sessions, guys. The bold offer was extended via press release from executives at the adult website CamSoda. It was directed at the 7,300 passengers who have been impacted by the coronavirus outbreak. Damn. So stay in your room. We'll get you a virtual girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> they are not only dealing with fear of infection, which is terrifying, but boredom, he said. We like cruises as much as the next guy, but without activities and human interaction, the boredom must be crippling. So his thoughts was an effort to keep their minds off the coronavirus. 
and the help with the boredom, they're going to offer passengers and crews the ability to have fun in a safe and controlled environment with camping. So in wow. return, they actually are giving them human interaction. That's right. Wow. Okay. It just kind of reminds me of the circle. <laughs> For webcam <laughs> session redemption, camps holders requiring quarantine passengers and crew, <laughs> and crew members to send a copy. No, but <laughs> of their travel documents via email exchange for a thousand free tokens, which can be used for live streams with porn stars. So you can literally just have porn stars, you know, at your service for free if you're on the boat. Yeah, but do they provide lotion and flashlights and lube and what's well, the bride? They didn't say anything about hardware. Damn, you're just getting the software. So you're just getting you're just getting the software. You're getting the software that, wank it, that gives you the hardware. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's right. You're be on the fucking cruise ship saying, I got two words for you, baby. Suck it. <laughs> okay, put your clam camera closer to it, baby. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh my god. Holy, holy there. That is headlines for this week. Let's get into a little sports with Frank Knox. When it comes to sports, there's only one man for the job. The best analysis in the game right here from the 2B Blood Newsroom. It's Frank Knox. Yes, sir. Crunk ain't did. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, man, the NBA has concluded the first half of the season. And now it's official. We're at my favorite part of the NBA year. The All-Star break. Some people say, why the All-Star break? You don't get competitive basketball. But I am a huge fan of the All-Star weekend, which include the three-point contest, yep. the dunk contest, okay. the skills contest, Okay, all followed up with a battle of the stars, Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. And I'm excited for the dunk contest, man. You got Aaron Gordon versus Dwight Howard. Versus Infowars.com. <laughs> and it's happening, man. You know, it's Superman versus Superhuman. Real eye. Two former champions facing off in the dunk contest. I'm pumped, baby. So, moving on. I don't know if you guys watched this weekend, but it was a big UFC fight. No, I, I the missed UFC, the UFC fight. 247. You had John Jones facing Dominic Reyes. Did you guys end up catching any of that? No. Only thing no. I saw was that heel kick that Man, you're probably going to get Dominic to. Reyes pushed Jones to the limit, almost like Gustafsson did when he put him in the hospital. Somehow, someway, Jones gets another decision that's caused some controversy on the internet. And I have to agree with most people, man. I think John Jones, if you're the champion, you got to beat him. You can't just, you know... Go toe-to-toe. You got to beat the champion. You got to knock him down. You got to put him to sleep. And Reyes wasn't able to do that. So what happened? He got knocked. No, that went five rounds. It was a great fight. Okay. Uh, Jones got the unanimous decision, which seems a little... That's suspicious because I could have at least seen a split. But I do agree with the decision. Jones has defeated everyone in his path in the light heavyweight division. There's nothing left for him than to go up to heavyweight. And get some big fights. Damn. And we're, I'm hoping for it, man. But my favorite fighter, and probably a lot of people's favorite fighter, Derek Lewis fought 
Another great fight. Picked up the victory. Another great post-conference uh, in-the-ring interview. You know, last time he was talking about his balls were sweaty, and I think this time <laughs> Joe Rogan asked him, like, you know, how'd you prepare for this fight? Man, I smoked weed like every single day. I, you know, he just kept talking about how much weed he smoked in preparation <laughs> to the fight. And uh, that's his training regimen, and he picked up another W. You just can't keep we the guy down. We should get him as a sponsor on his trunks or something. Yeah, Derek Lewis, man. He's one of the best in the game. Personality. Wow. You know Derek Lewis. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Bro. Yeah, man. So that was great. I love the fights this weekend. But my favorite part of this weekend in sports was none other than the return of the XFL. <laughs> and, man, I was a little bit skeptical going into it. Who was it, though? Yeah. Everybody was. You know, I was, like, was on eggshells. I didn't know Everybody. The, <laughs> know what the rules were. I was unsure of what was, you know, the pace of the game was going to be and the level of competition. But let me tell you something, brother. It did not disappoint. We had four outstanding games this weekend. And my team, the New York Guardians, yeah, baby. showed up, played defense, That's right. and played a hard-fought game and put their neck they're, I mean, their foot on the neck of the dragon. They really and did. took out the Seattle Dragons, baby. 31 to 19. That's right. That was a great, honestly, I liked, I liked what I saw of the XFL, man. I thought the crowd was hot the whole game. They were into it. They stayed till the end. The action was solid, bro. The plays, they had a lot of trick shit in there, which was kind of cool. Um, I but, like those the the, the two three point conversion or the one two three yeah the, the one, one two, two three point yeah at I, the end I love yeah. it I like it I yeah. mean that's gonna create some exciting stuff. This I also season. love the kickoff how they weren't able to cross the line until the receiver yeah. caught the ball. They lined up gladiators. I was very confused. They were going to war, but they were running at each other full speed, and it was great to see. It was kind of sick, and I'm happy. I got a New York team that's going to actually do something. It looks like and the Guardians. <laughs> the Guardians destroyed the Vipers, not the Dragons. I made a mistake. Oh, you're right. But the Dragons score was like 23-3, I think. It was or twenty-three like to three. Yeah. yeah. I was reading the score of the Defenders and the Dragons. Who is who? The Guardians are playing this week is oh. the DC Defenders. They look strong. They're led by Cardell Jones, ex Ohio State. Uh, National champion, great player in college, didn't really correlate to the NFL. We'll see what he could do. But people around the internet have been going crazy over the Roughnecks because they just showed up. The guy Walker, uh, he was like a quarterback slash running back. Yeah, yeah, dude. And he was just going off, man. I couldn't believe it. I mean, he was like the uh, XFL's Lamar Jackson. It was it was wild, dude. Yeah. So the. For the first week overall, man, I would give it like a 12 out of 10. Not what I was expecting. 12 out of 10? Yeah, man. It wow, was man, great that's, football. That's, it was that's great big football. score. But what I love the most about the XFL is the inside look you got in the game. You heard the play calls. You heard the quarterback checking receivers. You heard upstairs the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's mic. During timeouts, you heard the conversations between the quarterback and head coaches. Come on, coach. We got this. Let's go for it. We're down nine points. We need this. And you don't get that in the, X, uh, in the NFL. You get it at, like, the end of the year when they put together a uh, fake dubbed over uh, ad lib of people talking in the NFL. Well, you know, how long got- do you think it's going to take until 
people start using that to cheat, you know, pull some Patriot shit. They're not <laughs> using I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's not, they won't have to cheat. They will always have to be switching up their game. I mean, their game is, their play calling and things is, some of it's public, bro, because they show, they showed probably like 10 to 12 play calls during a game on yep. the defense and offensive side. True. And you heard audible. So, I mean, they're going to always have to evolve and switch their tactics up. It's only an eight-week season, too. Yeah, it's it's mad short. It's a shootout. Now, I, I feel like there's a lot of wrestling fans in attendance. I mean, somebody got ejected on Sunday, and the crowd was just chanting, nah, 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 hey, 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 goodbye, like a wrestling crowd would do. <laughs> well, I mean, there's probably a bunch of Scots there. <laughs> I, I, I think so. Yeah, but that <laughs> happens in any sport event because that will happen during Yankees-Sox games. Uh, that's what's chanted when a Red Sox fan gets thrown out. <laughs> That's not just a okay. wrestling-only thing. But there could be some wrestling fans there because I did see a man who was, like, in the VIP section on the field while they were interviewing players live in the game, yeah. flapping a piece of cheese around. What? I don't know if you guys seen that. He a had piece a, of I cheese. I saw that. I was very piece, confused. A piece of packaged, pre-sliced cheese. <laughs> yeah. And then they cut to the interviewer, and he was just in the background with it hanging out like a real savage. And I think they caught someone streaking as well. Yeah, they did. They got arrested. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, the XFL is extreme, baby. That's and right. it's back. And we'll see what happens because rumor has it WWE's in a boatload of trouble financially. And they're looking for Jeff Bezos and other services to bail them out. I know, which is really kind of I depressing. Because it looks like the live pay-per-views are coming off. So we'll see. The XFL and this kicking off. I mean, they Vince needs money. What are we going to do when they get rid of the fucking... <laughs> like I'm the, sure that's on Scott's list. You know, I'm, you sure, know? He, I'm sure he's fired up about that this week. <laughs> you got me thinking uh, about it right now. <laughs> about, about what? Sorry. Like, what do you think? The like, network is supposed to be pulling the pay-per-views and the uh, Amazon you know supposed what? to start buying it on your list, Scott? It's not on my list yet because I was waiting for it to actually happen, but we can still talk about I it. I mean, later. it's just like the this is week one of XFL 2.0 for Vince McMahon and the WWE, his baby is in kind of a turmoil financially as far as the stock market goes and the rumor mill and competition lurking on his heels. Damn, yo. So the XFL is a huge risk uh, for me. It paid off week one. I think it's here to stay, yo. I have a good feeling about it from what I saw last weekend. You know, hopefully I, this might be a different go around than last time. Although last time, the first weekend, obviously they did do really well for the intrigue, but they fell off pretty quickly. But I think the intrigue's still there to keep it going. I thought for the first go around, what really got me was like you didn't really know the person's name; you just had to remember their nickname, their gimmick. That's why, <laughs> that's why Rod Smart, he hate yep, me, is he the hate only, me. He's the one that everybody remembers. Yeah, he's the only one anyone remembers from the XFL. Well, yeah, I mean... Supposedly, there was a guy back then, though, his uh, jersey said teabag. But back then, you could have it say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, you could, apparently. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They had, this, everyone had a gimmick. Apparently, Vince McMahon didn't know what teabag meant. This so. is more definitely sports. <laughs> this is more football-oriented. Yeah, like, this is yeah. Right. just like... I like how they, like, interview people. Like, they try to get, like, interviews, like, right, right after a play. Game, like, yo, you just... Like, she was chasing goal. after a player when I was watching on Sunday. He's like, well, I gotta go back in the field. And he just yeah, ran back I out. See that. He just got the pick. <laughs> he scored the pick six. Um, but the one I found the funniest was you just miss a kick, and now you go out on the sidelines, and the first thing you do, you go live on air, reporter, hey, how do you feel about just missing that kick? 
Or like they go right up to the coach, hey, you fucked up. Like why why don't you go for it on fourth down? Right. And they're like in your face. It's true. So it's a whole new experience. I love it. Uh, gonna watch it this week. But yeah, man, that's it. XFL biggest highlight of sports for me this week. That's it. Thanks. Yeah, man. Sick, sick, sick. And I mean, uh, shout out to the Facebook. It's popping right now. That was Sports of Frank Knox. Good looks. We got Vincent tuning in. Mike Prentice live. He's trying to tell us. He said he wants to stump the Scott, bro. Oh, we're doing something. Look at this. He said, I'm tuning in for Hammy's question. What's Hammy's? Oh, no. Not Hammy. No. Hammy's not asking a question, Mike. Not again. Last time he tried to ask a question, it took him 15 minutes just to get to the question. Yeah, ask a straight up question. That's right. You You got Adam Leroy, dick. You got 15 (laughs) seconds. Leagues of Wrestling. Is that who that is? that's, yeah, that's that okay. dude from last time it called. You can't ask a question about what set off the McMahon-Austin feud, all right? <laughs> that's right. Gee, thanks. <laughs> you know, Adam Leroy asking what state, you know. Uh, we're all from Connecticut. CT. Holding it down. And for uh, Mike. CT. The phone number's on the screen, Mike. Why don't you stop being a little bitch and call in and try to stump the Scott? Huh? That's what I'm talking about. Because he's ready. Because no one's going to stump the Scott. Not anywhere. Not anytime. Not any day. It's not going to happen. Because the Scott's the smartest Scott in the world. So if you think you can't stop the Scott, you call in 860-384-7110 and you try to stump the Scott. Otherwise, hey. let's get into a little no-selling with the Scott. That's a good theme. It's the highest motherfucking podcast around. To be blunt. With Peasy. And now, bringing you the best and worst of pro wrestling today, the smartest mark in the building, he is The Scott. Yes, sir! The Scott is back with another edition of No Selling with The Scott, and we got a lot to get into, so baby, let's do it! All right, starting off with what's lit. I want to talk about last night. You know what was lit? AEW Dynamite. Yeah, they did beat NXT in the ratings, but that's not really a surprise. They beat them most weeks anyway. But two things that came out that were of, of, of AEW Dynamite last night that were lit. And one, I want to talk about how Nyla Rose broke barriers last night by becoming the new AEW Women's Champion. And actually, I don't think I emphasized new enough, so let me do that again. By becoming the new AEW Women's Champion. And despite JR's botched commentary, it was a historic moment, okay? She is, that was the first singles title change in AEW company history. Dude's always botching commentary, though. Oh, he is. He is. I don't know. Like, he, he doesn't touch anything. I can't I mean, like, say anything bad. He's Jim Ross, though. He's, He's washed. Like, but anyway, but another big thing that came out of AEW Dynamite last night was the debut of Jeff Cobb. All right. I saw that. It seems he's aligned himself with the inner circle. Of course he is. At least it seems. Um, Attack John Moxley. Uh, So clearly, you know, he's attacking the top of the card. So it's definitely going to elevate him. And he's got a one-on-one match against Moxley next week. Okay. And let me tell you, I saw Jeff Cobb. uh, First time I ever saw him live was the G1 Supercard last year. Madison Square Garden. The huge Ring of Honor New Japan Super Show. And he was the opening contest. It was him and Will Ospreay. For what <laughs> That's right. And I didn't know much about Jeff Cobb, but, dude, him and Ospreay, they put on a fucking show. And uh, he's going to be big things for AEW, and I, I'm excited to see what he does from 
from here on out. Now, with what was lit, we got to get to the shits. So, it's funny. There's reports going around, I guess, that WWE is attempting to trademark Texas Rattlesnake and Christian. But, I want to know, are they trying to trademark the brood? I asked that because Shayna Baszler was a straight-up vampire on Monday. That was that was awful, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, was, she even like acted like one afterwards. Like, I'm super excited for Shayna Baszler to make her debut. I guess, quote unquote, get the call up on a Monday Night Raw. Okay, but biting Becky's neck, and first of all, the amount of blood is just astronomical. And at least in my opinion, the amount of blood that appeared uh, from Becky's neck, I guess. But um, I guess it was it was a lot that even Mike Tyson would be proud of that. I guess, right? <laughs> Um, but uh, it was it, it wasn't believable though because there's too much blood. Yeah, that's right. It's too much blood. I thought she bit her ear at first. I, I thought so too. But and then once I watched, it looks like she just bit a bag of blood and it just spewed yeah. out of her mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. But apparently, uh, I guess she bit her neck because uh, there were some press conferences. Uh, I think either yesterday or the day before that Becky Lynch was a part of, and at those press conferences, yeah, she had a giant band aid on her neck, so she was selling it. Um, but it's weird to see where they go for here, but I am happy that, uh, Becky Lynch has a fresh feud and, um, you know, it's, it's going to be great with Shayna Baszler. And I, I just assume that eventually this is going to lead to the return of Ronda Rousey, which maybe WrestleMania, maybe the night after WrestleMania. We'll see who knows. Anyway, back to what's lit. I want to talk about my man. He's coming back. Breaking news. End of this month. Woo! You can't see me! John Cena! That's right. He's, he's coming back! Uh, two weeks from tomorrow, Cena returns to WWE. It's going to be in Boston. You know, back in his home home state where he grew up. Not Hold too far from... This yeah, style. the thugonomic <laughs> style, baby. Uh, in West Newbury, Massachusetts. Not too far. Boston. He's going to be on SmackDown uh, at the end Scott. of this month. Um, Scott. What? Oh, we're stopping it. That's right. We're you're, pausing. You're, no selling right. to Scott. Why are we pausing? That's well, because to the blood podcast. What's your name? Were you? What the hell? You're calling someone? You, no. Somebody's dare interrupting. No somebody, selling to Scott. Somebody was calling us. We got a phone call. Yeah, whatever. Let's but I, I heard it ring. I so well, it was ringing. So now I'm gonna start talking, and they're gonna interrupt John again. Cena's is what you're coming me. back. So John Cena's coming back. He's coming at the night after Super Showdown, which is good because then it means he won't have to go to Saudi Arabia. So if if none of the crew makes it. To SmackDown that night, the, uh, that night after, at least Cena will be there. He'll have to put on a match. So it looks like he'll be on the SmackDown, uh, Smackdown side of things, right? Because he's going to be on SmackDown. But who's apparently the the reports going around are that he has chosen his own WrestleMania feud and WWE is supporting him 100% in it. But what do you guys think? Is it going to be Goldberg that he's feuding with? Is it going to be Reigns? Is it going to be Daniel Bryan? Is it going to be The Fiend? Is he going to be going for his 17th record-breaking title reign? Uh, what, what do you guys think? What, what does this person think? I don't know. Let's find out. Give me blood podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Oh. Hello, are you there? Are you ready for this Sunday night? Oh my god. Wow! That was crazy. 
Are they still there? No? <laughs> hello, just, hello. Just doing that? All right. Comedycalls.com. The preceding message was sent directly to your phone by someone you know, courtesy of ComedyCalls.com. Wow, If you do not wish thing. to ever receive future Comedy Calls... All right, let's, uh, let's get back to that. I've never heard of Comedy Calls. Well, Scott, it must have been, they're listening to your segment, I guess. All right, so they got John Cena to call in or something. I don't know, whatever just happened. <laughs> so, uh, but what do you guys think? What do you, do you think? Who do you think Cena's feud's going to be going into WrestleMania? I don't know. <laughs> Anybody got an idea? John Cena? I mean, who's it going to be? I think Daniel Cena? Bryan is a great feud. You throw the Bella thing in there? Ooh. John Cena? I think John Cena, Randy Orton, he's already pro- uh, foreshadowed it on Instagram. Scott, I thought you were the Scott, man. I mean, I remember that, but I don't want to see another John Cena. I don't want to see another John Cena, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's already doing the thing with Edge. <sighs> yeah, but WWE will not keep that going until WrestleMania, unless they're going to have to continue to kill. Now they're going to kill, what, Jeff Hardy next week, and then Christian, and then finally Edge. We'll see. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> kill the Hardy boys. Kill the brood. Get rid of them all. Ruthless aggression error is just going to kill the attitude error is what you're telling me. Okay. That's what it sounds like he's so, saying. Anyway, so John Cena, he'll debut the night after Super Showdown. But speaking of Super Showdown, they're on my shit list. Oh, and no. And you know what? It hasn't even happened yet. Super shit Hasn't even happened yet. 50-man <laughs> Royal Rumble. 100 oh. men in the ring. Yeah. Three rings. <laughs> Listen. So, it's already on my shit list. It hasn't even happened yet. It's happened in Saudi Arabia, so you know it already has the negative connotation to it, okay? But we're going to get Goldberg versus Fiend? Like, that's just like, we'll see what happens. Goldberg versus the Fiend. But Goldberg versus Fiend is just like, I don't know, like, it's interesting. <laughs> Maybe it's intriguing. I don't know. But let's be honest, this match is going to be all mind games and three fucking moves. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, how, how do you knock yourself out? Last time you fight and you come back and you fight the champion? <laughs> the champion? Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Aside from that, not to mention, we're going to get another Baron Corbin Roman Reigns match. How many times do I got to watch Baron oh, Corbin like and Roman Reigns face off? For an eternity, okay? What? This time it's a steel cage. It's in a dog cage. I just hope <laughs> it's a nail in the coffin for this feud. It better be done with after this and that's it. But my last question with Super Showdown is... What the fuck is a Tuwak trophy? Tuwak trophy? Did I say it right? Tuwaki trophy? Tuwaki? I don't know. But, like, it's going to be a gauntlet match. I guess there's, like, six guys announced. It's, like, Bobby Lashley, I think Rusev, uh, AJ Styles, Andrade, R-Truth, and somebody else that I'm forgetting. But it's a gauntlet match. Okay. And the winner gets this Tuwaki whatever trophy. Scott, can you? How do you spell this trophy name? Oh, it's probably like uh, the name of um, Saudi T U W A I Q. And what I want to know <laughs> is what is Saudi Arabia's obsession <laughs> with trophies? We had the World Cup. We had World's Greatest Tag Team and all that. So, like, I, I just like. And by the way, since Andrade and AJ Styles are in the match, I guess I guess we know when they're coming back. So, uh, but anyway, th- this is just like another trophy that the crew is going to have to put next to the timekeeper's table for the next six weeks for whoever wins it. Anyway. Yeah, man. Back to what's lit. Scott, okay? someone's got a question for you on Facebook. They want to know which wrestlers deserve a title push. Is that that's not an actual question? Ah, actually, no, yes, you're the fucking you're the wrestler. You know guy. who deserves a title push, and you know who wants a title push, but you know Vince McMahon's like, yeah, I don't know what to do with him, and that's Cedric Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, really? I mean, he wants to know. Who do you think? In my mind, it's Rusev, Cesaro. I see. All right. All yeah, right. Cesaro for sure, but like it depends what title are we talking about? Because he's just asking who do you think should be in yeah, line for a I title. Mean, push? I mean, Cesaro should be. He should be in that upper echelon. Cesaro should have been champion like fucking five years ago. Five bro. years ago, bro. Like, That's ridiculous. The greatest United States champion. <laughs> Dude, I mean, literally everything he does is five star. I love Cesaro. He deserves a title push. You know who might get a title push one day on the women's side of things is Simone Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Newly signed. She's on the lit list this week. Officially reported to the PC this week. Obviously, she's been around wrestling her whole life. She is going to be the first ever fourth generation WWE superstar. That's right. From High Chief Peter Maivia to God bless his soul, Rocky Johnson, to her father, none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who everybody knows Do and loves. Do you smell? La, 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 la. To Simone what the Johnson. Rock? Now, that's a lot of footsteps to follow, but she's been around the business, like I said, her entire life. Um, and I think ultimately, like, I, I think we're going to get one more Rock match out of this. He said he's quietly retired, but I think one day we're going to see The Rock team up with his daughter, Simone. Against none other than Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair, baby. <laughs> Woo! I, I, don't know, I don't know if we're confident enough to put Ric Flair in the ring. But six, seven years from now, it might be Charlotte in that match. I don't know, Scott. Mike Prentice on Facebook says that Rico should hold the title. Oh, he says Rico, huh? Remember Rico? But I think that maybe it won't be Flair. I think maybe Andrade, Andrade? would be Charlotte's opponent. I think you're a new partner. fan, bro. We'll see. <laughs> so, anyway, if you guys had to ask me what uh, Simone's uh, finishing move is going to be, if I had to guess, I'd say it's the... Simone drop. Oh! Ah, get it? Uh, wow. I'll be here all week. All right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Simone, because she's Simone. Okay. Anyway. Uh, also, what's lit, though, coming this Sunday night, first ever Sunday night takeover for NXT. We got TakeOver Portland. We got Keith Lee versus Dijakovic, if I said his name right. Okay. Yes, Woo, that's going to be a five-star match. You guys got you guys picking a winner in there? Keith Lee. Keith Lee. I think it's going to be Keith Lee, too. I, but it, they're probably going to steal the show. Is it for the belt? Uh, yes, for the North American title. Keith, I think, they can't take it off Keith Lee. Nah, not, yet, not yet. Not uh, yet. They got to build them up. We got Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a street fight. I love Tegan Knox. And I love Dakota Kai. She's my cousin. We might be at odds on this. What? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Oh, that's right, Knox. My whole family's in the business. I got my, my got uncle, the referee? uncle, Uncle Rick uncle over Rick at Knox. AEW. Oh, man. Yeah. He got stacked, bro. I got Teagues over in uh, NXT. I said right. Simone's family's in this business. I think the Knox family's all up in that's here. That's right. You want to know who the match is? Frank Knox and Tegan Knox that's right. for Charlotte Bobby and for Samoa Johnson and... The Rock. Frank Knox, third generation superstar. We've got Undisputed Era versus the Broserweights, which are hilarious, by the way. That's going to be five star. They stole the show last week. Did you see the gimmick with them in the boat, bro? Dude, hilarious. I died. Uh, We got Finn Balor versus Gargano. Johnny Gargano. That match is going to be insane. That's going to be great. It's a dream match. Ricochet does not deserve a title push. And then we got my girl Bianca Belair challenging Rhea Ripley for the women's title. Yeah. That's going to be a barn burner. It sure is. I, I think Rhea's probably going to walk away with it, but I, God, I hope I hope Bianca does it. All right. And then we got, for the NXT uh, World Heavyweight title, we got Adam Cole defending against the man that never lost it, Tommaso Ciampa. That, oh, that match is going to be, like, this whole card is going to be fire. I don't know, party at my house if you guys want to do it. 
This Sunday. Be good. This Sunday, I'll just be on my way back from New Hampshire. I might as well stop on my way home. And then even even <laughs> on top of that, I mean, it's not on that card. It'll be on. Uh, it'll be for the live crowd, but it'll be on NXT next Wednesday. Is Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream the return match of Velveteen Dream? So like NXT Takeover is so stacked, they can't even fit that on the card. It's going to be a return at WrestleMania. Surprise return at WrestleMania? I don't know. I, all right, so anyway, we're going we're gonna, to... <laughs> no, don't throw him off. It's already gone right. 20 minutes. <laughs> so we'll make a surprise return at Mania? Probably Ronda Rousey. I don't know. Yeah, I think Rousey. That would make sense. If you ask me right now on the spot, yeah. Rousey, Rousey. CM Punk, Christian. Anyway, I want to get into my last shit. Thank okay? God, yo. If we take any more shits, yo, I'm going to fucking walk out of this damn thing. I actually took more lits than shits this week, but my, my shit is a big shit. It's a fucking... They're always big shits. Is that a literal it's a, shit? No, it's yeah. a big shit. No, it's not a literal shit, but I want to talk about WWE's The Bump, okay? So, oh, if you didn't again. know, it's WWE. They have a show on the network. It's called not The Bump. Again. It's every oh, Wednesday no. at 10 a.m. You I don't didn't want... get selected. I'll see you guys later. Uh, I'm only I'm only promoting <laughs> them because you're you, this way, You uh, when they air on 10 a.m. on Wednesdays, you can use the hashtag justice for Scott and send it to him. But we already talked about the contest <laughs> last week. We, we sent my video in. Apparently, I was fucking disqualified. What? I was DQ'd because what? apparently my video was in two parts, even though it was still less than three minutes, just like the rules said. But whatever. Twitter doesn't let you send more than a two minute and 20 second video. Mine happened to be two minutes and 51 seconds, but we're not going to get into that. Okay. So they selected. Well, you know, if you stop talking like Christopher Walker and sped that shit <laughs> up like fucking Eminem and Godzilla, <laughs> you'd be all over here. What happened to Trevor? Damn Brian. I hope he wins it all. That's right. No disrespect. To uh, Christopher Walken, all right. But anyway, They're they the selected bump. eight videos from the bump, right? Uh, and I wasn't one of them. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I, I watched them all. I watched all the videos, okay? With the exception of one, there was one guy that was actually good and entertaining. Okay. Everybody else was boring as fuck, monotone voice. It was fucking bullshit. Did they take whereas, whereas I was creating Damn right, we'll hurt him. Take that guy, thank God. Whatever, no mind. Let me tell you. Did they take the guy that made him so a pity party? The way this thing worked was they select eight people and they do trivia, okay? They now they already stole our gimmick, okay? But they were doing trivia, wrestling, WWE trivia, okay? And we all know the Scott, right? I'm I'm up here when it comes to wrestling trivia, right? So they did trivia on their show, and you guessed it, I knew every fucking answer. Okay? I even knew the answer to a question that they worded wrong. Okay? I even had to correct their question. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I knew you were gonna My get this my call. whole goal was to go on the show, wave that to be blunt flag, go on the show, prove I'm the best. Get y'all to watch Stump the Scott. Get y'all to try to stump me, okay? And they didn't even select me. And when this podcast began, you know, this guy over here, Peasy. That's right. He saw something in me that I didn't even know I had. That's right. He told me I was the best. That's right. I'm a Peasy guy, okay? <laughs> and now so am I. I've become a conspiracy victim. So WWE, you stole my dreams. You stole my segment. So right now, this is an open invitation. Anybody at the Stump, anybody listening to the show, Anybody of the eight that were selected, call in, try to stump the Scott and prove your fucking worth, okay? WWE trivia only. Wow, he's fired yeah. up. Uh, I knew something WWE was up. WWE trivia oh, that's only. That's why you're on my shit list. I, I knew something was up because we didn't hear from you much this week. Well, I, Scott Bryan says you seem to know your stuff. Ryan, if you really want to test Come out, Brian. if you really want to test out, Come he knows his stuff. Call it, call it in, 860 384 WWE trivia only if you want to play stump the Scott. 
Now's the time to call in. And if you beat him, you will get a free prize. That's baby. right. That's right. An autograph. That's right. An autograph. Eight by ten. And the last person that one's listening, it's it's. And I have officially got it into an envelope. I still need to get it to the post office, though. Oh, my it's God. It's coming. It's coming for well, you, though. Scott, your new number one fan, Alex Maffasoli, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, man. I butchered your last name. Said the three of us should be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at Mania this year. We might have to... Well, the scene, Alex, listen, Alex, I'll tell you what, because since I'm trained to do this, I'll tell you what, you tell Vinny Mac to give me a call and I'll be showing up this year at Tampa, ready to jump in that battle royal and throw each man, one man at a time, over the top rope, over the top rope, toss left and right, right. down the middle, right. It doesn't matter which way it's going to be. All I know is two feet will hit the floor and you are looking at the next Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner. Slade Dangerfield. That's right. If you don't believe that, well, the joke's on you. My name is Brian Tillman Jr. I am... One third of the New Heart Foundation on Major League Wrestling, and you are listening to Peasy on the To Be Blunt Podcast. I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to call in. It doesn't matter. People are loving it. They're hot. It was hot. It was real hot on the Facebook. Alex is your new number one fan, Scott, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, is he, is he, am I, or I see hashtag PZ Mania. He might be. Where do you see that? He might be your number one fan. Where do you see? Oh! oh PZ Mania! Right. It's PZ Mania! If you're not going to use hashtag justice for Scott at WWE is the bump, you're going to use hashtag PZ Mania. I want to see hashtag PZ Mania go viral, bro. I want hashtag justice for Scott. <laughs> I want it's justice for Scott now. PZ Mania is where it's at right here. <laughs> it be <a> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Why don't we get into a little bit of blood talk? Because I got a lot to say. Before the Scott took up all my time, damn it. Oh, speaking of Frank Knox, I already know what he's going to do. I already know. Frank Knox is getting the one thing ready we need. And as long as it's either the bong or the blood, we'll be in good shape. But I think he's going to roll one. I think he is. Wow. With 15 minutes left in the show. Frank Knox is coming in. He's got the tray loaded. He's got the grinder. He's got the fucking bag of weed. He's got the king palms. He's got to load it up. And we're going to get lit right here on 2B Blood Podcast. That's right, baby. That's right. Woo. It doesn't matter. Do we got any more screwball? Like, where'd it go? Sky, no, I got to say whatever I got left. God damn it. <laughs> okay. I'll need, a, I'll need a post-show drink. And I only got one sip of your beer, by the way, you know? Only a sip. What is that? Oh, that's the juice machine, though. I only got one sip of juice machine. Yeah, yeah. That was it. You never you know, poured guys, me up anything else. You like stouts? You never poured me anything else, David. You like yeah, stouts? Let's try something else. Oh, so. Give me a little spritz. I don't know what the hell it is. Give us a little spritz. Huh? Give us a little spritz. A little spritz. See, man. Give it a spritz. See? You're now drinking a future beer of the week. Oh, that's right. That's right. And man, here we are. Fucking no selling what Scott was hand today, bro. Yeah, man. Sorry, I had to let the bump know what was up. Bro. I had a feeling they, they took a turn on you because you were kind of quiet this week. I mm-hmm. even asked Peasy what was up. No, yesterday I tuned in and... um, We got a hashtag stump the Scott, by the way, too. 
I thought you said Alex is your new fan, Scott. I uh, guess so. Al- guy- Alex, uh, come on, man. If you got a WWE question, you want to try and win a prize, I got autographs to give. So, yeah, man. Well, if anyone calls in, we'll call in. Yeah, if you want to call in, the phone lines are open, 860-347-110. But unfortunately, Scott, we got to move on. Yeah, let's shoot the shit. Come you on. know, we're, we're going to shoot. That's right. We're going to shoot the shit, God damn it. That's right. We're going to shoot the shit. And let with me tell you, Sal. shooting with Sal, <laughs> yo, how fucking dare you? By the way, yo, is it your shoot name? How dare you use my shoe fucking name? What the hell do you think this is, bro? A shoot. This isn't a shoot. I'll tell you what's a shoot. All right. This week, another rendition of The Bachelor. Oh, that's right. More women getting tossed. Away, oh. narrowing it down. Right we got like four or five left. You want to talk and toss over the top, bro? We're down to the final four, baby. That's right. We got Kelsey, Victoria F, Hannah Ann, and Madison left. Four ladies. This is it. Yeah, we're down to four. I've heard that Hannah name a lot. Yeah, that was well, my favorite. She's the one that. Um, oh God, isn't she the one that got brought back? Right. No. No, that was uh, Elena. Elena, but she already got cut. Yeah, who the fuck is Hannah now? Hannah Ann is the one he... I should know this. <laughs> Hannah Ann, she cried after she got... Um, well, they all cried. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hannah Ann, she's been in there. Um, I don't know any significant moment with her. I think he went on like the second, his second one-on-one with her. What was her last name? Does it say? It's just Hannah Ann. If you start Ann? Hannah Ann the Bachelor, <laughs> she was always my favorite from the very beginning that when they did intros. This one? This is her? Hannah Ann. Oh, oh, yeah, bro. She's yeah. the one throughout the whole show that does the, like, 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 oh, my God. Like. I, like I, I will say now like, after watching this, she is extremely no, attractive. Bro, she does it the most, bro. I think Madison does it the no, most. No, I'm telling you, bro. I got a clip. Listen, Scott, you want to hear a fun fact? Let's hear it. On this week's Bachelor, the word like was Where used 290 plus times. Were you the official like tally keeper? No, 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 no I'm not. The, no, what no, do I look like? All the weed I smoke, I can't even fucking count the fucking it's 10 with 2020, man. You know, killers are caught on Facebook. Facebook keeps <laughs> keeps track. That's right. So I got a little clip of the absurd use of the word like on the show from this past week. Scott, you got to hear this. It's like such a dream to be here. I think like when you feel like you've only gotten like five minutes with them for the past like forever. Like 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 when you come, bro, it sounds like I should have like been watching like The Bachelor, like like should have instead of me trying to watch Cedric Alexander get pushed. I like this blunt. Me too. I like this beer. I'm, I'm saying Brian listening in also He's watching on the Facebook live stream He says From WWE to The Bachelor Glad the rolling of the blood Was one, was the transition He said we're hilarious there's Thanks no, Brian there's only a couple I already know we're hilarious so Thank you That's all right. A couple episodes left Who's your favorite? Who, who do you got P? Wait wait, wait. I got I got PZ versus Vince New hashtag 
You know something? Vince doesn't stand a chance. Wait, what's that hashtag? Scott for president. Scott for president? Yes, let's go. Oh, dude. Scott, I don't think we might have like a one-on-one match to find out, you know? Who is the best? That's right. Now, your match is with Vince first, man. So we're going to have Basher next week. Probably going to eliminate at least two more chicks, right? Uh, there's probably three episodes. You think we're going to do one one per episode now? Yeah. Damn, dude. So well, it's going to be. Uh, next week, there's going to be one. And then, because he's going to their hometowns to meet their family. So there might not be one next week. Maybe the following week. Maybe. And then he's got, when it's down to three girls, it's fantasy sweet time. That means you could stuff <laughs> all night. Wow. Oh. I mean, you could. You absolutely so could. He's going to bang one of the chicks this week, finally. Um, there's a virgin left. There's a chick that dates celebrities left. Um, there's a chick that cries and drinks wine. Like, I'm sorry. Every she only dates left. celebrities? That's her thing? I think, I mean, she... That's the chick that was dating the famous country singer they went to a private concert with when she was on The Bachelor. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to bring you up to speed, but yeah, she's a celebrity dater. So, it's going to be big. We're getting to the nitty-gritty. We're getting to the nitty-gritty. I got Madison. All right. The virgin. <laughs> I mean, I can, <laughs> I can see why you'd pick he's that He's already option. said he's in love with her. He says he's in love with everybody, though, bro. Let's no. be honest with you. No, he really likes everybody, and then he kisses them. This is the only girl that okay. he loves. She loves her. He wouldn't be kissing all the other girls then. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so also, <laughs> this, this week on the web has been quite eventful. I don't know if you guys have, have seen this, but there was this story going around <laughs> accompanied by a lot of videos of people making their broomsticks dance straight up. Have you seen the video, Scott? Um, oh, yeah. I've seen viral. at least one of the videos. At least yes. of, oh, viral. my God. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to fucking call in. Two people podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Yeah, Kowalski. This is Sergeant Fuller. Where the hell are you? You're supposed to be back on base. Is that a comedy ago. call? It's not a comedy call. Who keeps comedy calling us? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, for some reason, Eddie's on Monday. Sergeant Eddie's. Okay. This Monday, the, the internet was a buzz for news that somebody tweeted online saying that NASA, right, was saying that the Earth was in a perfect, like, tilt and gravity pull to where if you put your um, your broomstick straight down and up, it'll stay straight up and down. Just yes. Like that. Yeah. That is the story, right? Um and on Tuesday, I took NASA to release a statement saying that you can balance a broom pretty much any day of the year because the center of gravity is low and the bristles act like a tripod, right? I mean, first of all, you know, this whole broom thing, I don't get it. I don't do a lot of housekeeping, you know? Nine cola. Oh, what the fuck? I don't even know, man. I will answer fuck? that off air. <laughs> Two people on podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, man. Yeah, hi, this is Vince calling from Tony's Pizza. Uh, your pizza. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. All right. We're going to with a comedy call. Yo, it must be Alex. We yeah. got to finish the podcast <laughs> here. You know, I don't know. So, like, this That's one it. girl posts this thing on Twitter and it goes viral, right? And the Americans are so gullible that everyone just starts putting out these videos of them doing it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, 100% know if that was real or not, but I was like, fuck it. I want to try. Like, <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do right now. All right, Scott. So, I have a broom behind me. And I want to see if this is true. NASA says you can make this happen any day. It doesn't matter what day of the year. They say is all they know is that you could take a broom and you could balance it straight up and down because of the low center of gravity and the fact that the bristles act like a tripod. 
Now, I have a standard here broom. So I'm going to okay. be honest. I shoot don't know if you've already tried this before or not. But I, I feel not. like that type of broom is not going to work. Is not going to do I've it. I've seen it done with this broom. This very broom. All right. I've seen the pictures. All right. Let's okay. See. So what we're going to do All right. is I'm going to put this broom down. I'm going to try to balance it, which I don't think is going to happen. Protect your nads when it right. falls towards you. And I want to see if this broom is going to stay up and down. Now, and I'm telling you, I thought the same thing, but I literally saw a broom just like this. All right. Well, I mean, a witch's style broom. Let's Prove see. me wrong. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm actually kind of nervous. I feel like I'm going to be like a dumbass, right? I feel like this is going to be stupid. Yeah, you want, but, you want to do a side bet, Scott? Uh, that's um, right. You want to do some bets? You want to do some bets? I, I, over I, and under? Right? What it, I, I think it's not going to stand. Over and under. Yeah. What do you want to do? 1.5? I'm saying it's not. 1.5 what? 1. 1. 1. 5 what? All right. Seconds. Well, seconds? Before it hits the ground. I feel like you get before, like, all, before you, you hear the out. smack. Let's, let's find out. 1.5 right. seconds, you, right. it would happen. Nah, man. Don't even answer All right. Here we go. Yeah, you ain't balancing that shit. No, see, like, oh, but that was one point five seconds, though. Damn, I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. Scott, you want to try it? I mean, I'll try. Sure. I can't get it to work. I can't get it to work, bro. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Well, I already assumed that with that type of broom. I really didn't think. Yeah, this type of broom. Oh, no way, because it can't act as a tripod. Were you dancing? Dude, get out of here. Get out of here. Scott, get out of here. Scott found himself a Valentine. There we go. Room. <laughs> this is as close to stunt the skies we're getting today. <laughs> I can balance it. You want me to go 30 seconds with this broom? Bro, I can go 60 minutes. You want to try, Frank? <laughs> I might as well give it a shot. Oh, Scott's still got 15 seconds left. See, the, the two people in the studios is not built on an even plane. This floor is so not even, bro. Oh! Well, that was like three seconds, though. That was it. All right, man. Let me see. I don't I'm know. Take it up here. I feel like if we had Give a, it to Frank. Uh, Let him try. I'm going to try it down. If I had a... Uh, It's a gimmick broom. It's a gimmick broom. on this broom are not spread far enough for it to be able to actually yeah, stand. Is. Okay, Scott. Thick. We gave it a shot. Wow, he's you're like fucking breaking bristles over here. <laughs> I'm trying to win. We got a shot. Listen, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. It didn't happen. You yeah, know? I knew that wasn't the type of thing. <laughs> Listen, all right. That was a failure. We tried. But now it's time to get serious. I only got a few minutes left, so I got to make a challenge, bro. A challenge? Too. That's right. To all my audience, this is for everybody listening, okay? If you're from Connecticut, I have a challenge to issue, okay? The hot dog challenge right here. We're about to make history right here. Two people on podcast. Wait, wait, all right? the hot dog challenge? Yeah. This is what's going to happen, all right? If you think you have the cojones to enter in a challenge versus me, this is what you must do. 
show up to Doogie's on the Berlin Turnpike this Monday. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been there before. Oh, yeah. And they have a hot dog challenge where you have 20, what is it, 20 minutes? It's 20 minutes. 20 yeah. minutes to finish two two-foot-long hot dogs with your choice of four toppings. Plus fries and a beverage. Condiments don't count, so it's got to be like bacon, pulled pork, coleslaw, right. chili, cheese. And twenty minutes, you got to finish two two foot long hot dogs, fries, and one drink in twenty minutes. If you think that you want to call in, or you actually you know what, call in or send us an email to be blunt podcast at gmail.com. or comment on the Facebook, or comment on the Facebook, and let us know if you want to come in and you want to challenge me. It's going to be this Monday at Doogie's Hot Dog Challenge. Two two-foot-longs with four condiments on top. PZ's doing it no matter what. Fries I mean, I and said, a soda. So, like, if you come in and you beat me or you finish, okay? If you finish and I don't finish, all right? Because if we both don't finish, then it's, it's null and void. But if you do, the $50 Amazon gift card is up for grabs. Woo! That's right. It's bad. So this Sunday, or this Monday, Doogies, 6 o'clock. If you got what it takes, I'll see you there. Doogies got good dogs. That's right. Follow us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at 2 Be Blood Podcast with the number 2. 2BeBloodPodcast.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and review to our podcast. From PZ, Frank Knox, and the Scott, we'll see you next week. Same weed time, same weed channel.